Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast. And like all of us, Georgia had to take some time to get over that turkey and mac and cheese. Those leftovers obviously left them going a little slow in the first half against the Yellow Jackets. But once again, Georgia has taken clean old-fashioned hate with a 37-14 victory over Georgia Tech to go 12-0 on the year. Setting that new mark each week on a back-to-back 12-0 run for the first time in program history. Listen, the final score didn't really show how this game went, and I know a lot of Georgia fans were probably looking in that first half and wondering, when is this rut going to end for, for Georgia on both sides of the ball? But again, every single team Georgia plays, uh, this is basically a bowl game for them, their playoff game, their chance to go out there and and, and try to uh, you know get a signature win over the number one team in the country. You have that target on your back each week. You're going to get every team's best. And Georgia Tech definitely came out there and, and gave them a fight in the first half. Had a good game plan, just like uh, Kentucky did. Uh, just like, again, teams have tried to do against Georgia. That's limit the possessions that Georgia can have offensively. And I think, again, the first half, that first drive for Georgia Tech, you, you thought this might be a long game. But, uh, you know, again, credit to Georgia Tech for their script on there. Georgia made adjustments and did a great job defensively. You look at the second half, they came out and, and limited Georgia Tech to, uh, I think it was one yard in the third quarter. And then so the backups came in there late in the game. Georgia Tech had m- minus three yards there in the fourth quarter as well. So that game got out of hand. So I, I think, again, you got to credit Georgia for, for making some adjustments. And they stuck to the game plan offensively. It, it was a frustrating one for, you know, fans early on. Uh, it was a little ugly out there offensively. Uh, Stetson Bennett, again, still not sure if he's 100%, but got the job done, made plays with his legs again, and still gave Georgia an opportunity to take that lead and to, again, and get the ball to what now looks like a pretty underrated group of running backs. I think you look at Georgia losing Zamir White and, J- and James Cook, and here we have Kenny McIntosh looking like he did earlier in the year now with uh, a couple really big plays in the passing game. That 78-yard catch, very impressive by him. 91 yards receiving in this game, and I believe 86 yards rushing. So Georgia's leading yard getter in both facets of the game. He is a complete back that's probably going to uh, have a pretty good chance to to make a lot of plays in NFL. I think when that NFL draft comes up, his 40 time might not be the best, but I think his ability to help out in all facets of the game is going to get him an opportunity to, to uh, see his name called pretty early uh, next spring. But again, uh, this game got Georgia – as close as you can probably get to a college football playoff spot right now. They obviously now have a pretty big game next week against LSU in that, in that SC championship to, to think about. But I think right now they're going to be tough to keep out of that 14 field right now, 12 and 0. I think they've got a pretty good resume right now. Uh, you know, an unbeaten regular season. I think you get that governor's cup. Uh, I know that's important to Kirby smart as a former player. You look at the fact that that, you know, they outgained Georgia Tech uh, in that second half, really put it to them. The first half definitely something where they go back and say, hey, we shouldn't be allowing 187 yards to uh, Georgia Tech. We should also not to have only 153 yards ourselves. 
But the ultimate result, pretty similar to how this rivalry's been in recent years. I think, uh, you know, they lost two or three in 2014 to 2016. Since then, they've basically drilled the, the Yellow Jackets every year. They've won by, I think, an average of 36 points over those last four games. Won their 70th, 70th game in the series now. I, and the fact that they hadn't played uh, in Athens since, what, 2018? This was a big one for this team, and I, I think uh, Kirby Smart improving the five and one against the Yellow Jackets has a big game for him uh, as well. Making sure everyone knows, you know, whose state this is. Big for the senior class, setting the school record for most career wins, forty six and five. Last year's class obviously was forty five and eight, so that, real impressive for that group as well. And I think again, the, the those goal line situations in this game gives them more film to go back and look at. Uh, you know, they managed to walk uh, walk away with six points in the red zone this time. I think that that Stetson Bennett uh, dive at the uh, at the three yard line that was ruled down at the one. Uh, I, I think uh, there's a couple calls in this game. Pretty clear. Kirby Smart let those refs know that, that they were having a much bigger impact in this game than uh, than Georgia Tech was at that point. And I, I think that's an aspect of the game that you know, can't really do much about. But I think he made sure those refs knew that. Uh, you know, they may have enjoyed their Thanksgiving, but they will not be getting a Christmas card from Kirby Smart this year. Uh, and at the same time, that uh, that Jalen Carter has, at the fullback, the jumbo set, uh, Brock Bauer saved him on that rollout pass, catching a ball that came as close to touching the ground as you could possibly get without actually touching the ground. That one, uh, they actually did not review. So uh, the refs did not take the opportunity to, to screw up the call that time. Georgia got the touchdown. That was a big play for the dogs as well. I think overall, like I said, uh, you know, usually when uh, you have a, a comfortable win at the end of the game, uh, you, you're pretty happy as a fan base. Georgia's, you know, right now the fan base might not be as happy as as they probably like to be, but you have to remember, remember, look at every other team right now and look at uh, Clemson, look at Ohio State, look at some of the other teams out there. Having a rough go of it, uh, Georgia continues to get the job done, and now they'll prepare for maybe their biggest test of the year in LSU. We will see. We'll talk more about that game next week. But for this episode of the Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Chip Adams. You guys have a great weekend.